Welcome to Hustle and Pro Season 2, talking sports in Frisco from youth to pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to Hustle and Pro, where we talk all different sports at all levels. Today, we're hitting the pro level, talking to one of our favorite Texas Legends players, Brandon Fields. Hey, Brandon. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Excited to talk to you. Again, we've talked before. I don't know if you remember, but I've been to some practices and media days, and we've had a right. few quick chats before. So I want to um, ask you a couple of our quick hits just off the top to get to know you a little better. So who is your favorite athlete of all time? Uh, Kobe Bryant. I knew you were going to say that. I think I've asked you that before off, off yeah. air. So do you have any good superstitions? Any game day superstitions you got to do? Um, I have like a playlist. And uh, I ha- there's a lot of songs. It's like probably like 10 songs that I have to listen to before the game. And one of them for sure uh, out of all the 10, I listen to a gospel song um, before every game just because I'm uh, a religious person and I believe that um, if I go out there and my superstition is if I listen to gospel before I play, I won't get hurt. Yeah, that's good. Any gospel song or just like a specific one on that playlist that you have to have? Um, it's a, a song by uh, Kirk Franklin and uh, I think um, Common maybe. So it's like it, a specific like one that a, you want to hear. Yeah, it's 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 from uh Kirk Franklin. Hold on, let me get it for you. I haven't we haven't played in so long. I, right. Yeah, uh, I'm like that too. I have a playlist when I'm working out, and there's a specific few gospel songs that come on that it just changes my attitude. Right, right. It's that Kirk moment. and uh Pharrell, and it's called One Two Three Victory. It's like a up, oh. upbeat uh gospel song. Oh, cool. I don't know it, so I'll go look for it. Awesome. All right. So, what's your favorite sports movie? Favorite sports movies, Blue Chips. Blue Chips. That's a good one. I haven't had that one on here yet. (laughs) Okay, now I usually ask a quick hit about farthest distance that you've traveled for sports, but for you, that's kind of crazy because there's so many. Um, I've been throwing out a few of them. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think these are places that you've been before for basketball. Romania, Hungary, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Lithuania, Ukraine and Italy. Correct. Yeah. Wow. So when you set out on your basketball career was, you know, seeing Europe, seeing the world, was that even anything you fathomed would happen? Uh, no, I didn't. I was, uh, I was so closed off, um, because of just my upbringing. I always just stayed in Texas, stayed in Arlington. And so when I actually went and I did all these places and I, I, I seen so much of the world, um, it, it broadened my, my, the way I think about, you know, different things in life and just I'm very cultured now. And I always sit back and think, like, I never thought that I would go to the places that I, I, I've been. Yeah. So one, I think one of the first times I met you, I asked the whole team, like, um, who had the most stamps on their passport or something, maybe. Right. And I feel like you and Kostas were, like, competing about who had been the most places. And I thought y'all were joking. I was like, how in the world? That's crazy. Did you pick up any any languages anywhere? Um, when I was in Japan, um, which is one of like the hardest languages to learn, um, I actually learned because I was there for like 10 months straight. And um I actually learned a little bit, but I didn't I did it didn't stick. Um I yeah. probably remember like, you know, I remember um thank you and little small word words but that's the only country where um the language kind of stick because the other countries 
um, the European countries, those, those languages kind of sounded similar to me. So I, I would mix things up. Oh, yeah, I bet. I mean, and it's not like you live there permanently. I mean, with any language, if you don't use it, you lose it. So, right. but that's cool. I bet you know a lot more little bits of languages than most people. Have yeah. you gone back to any of those places or do you want to, are there specific places that you would go, like, like take your family? Um, probably Japan. Japan is my favorite place um, to play at. Um, so I'll probably end up going back there one day, but Europe, con European countries, probably not. Um, I've lived in them so for so long um, that I, I don't. I probably wouldn't go back because I, I, I've traveled every uh, the countries that I've been into. I've traveled. I, I did sightseeing and all that while I was there. So I, I really don't have no interest. That yeah. the traveling I'll be going to is like uh, Caribbeans and stuff like that. Tropical islands. Yeah, beach there. guy. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so you've you've obviously spent time with different teams over the years. Um, now that you're here with the legends, I'm curious. Like, what do you see with the legends that's different? Because I know what I think I see, but I'm the only here in this market, so I don't know. I think there's something special here. But what do you see? Um, first off is my home. Um, that that's that's um, the most important part that I'm at home and I get to be with my family and my friends that haven't seen me play since at home since I was 17 so wow. that's a big part but the organization side of it um they're very accepting of my family my family feels like you know it's, that's that's home for them like they make my kids feel you know very welcome they make my wife feel very welcome you know it's just a very professional organization no too many teams if any has valet for practice and for games. <laughs> oh, for practice too. Yeah, we have we have the choice to do valet for um for practice, but cool. yeah, that that gets expensive. So I I, I kind of just park myself. <laughs> well, see, you're one of the so you're one of the few guys that I mean, okay, you're you're the oldest guy on the team, right? Right. Okay, and you're you're not the only one that's married, but you're one of the few that's like got a life kind of an adult life, you know, outside of the arena. Some of the, most of the guys are just like fresh out of school or whatever. Right. And they're living in apartments, they're all together and maybe they get shuttled back and forth. Right. So right. you're kind of one of the, the fear, the few veterans who can drive yourself to practice and right. the valet, right? Yeah. It's a so, blessing. Oh, so go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I'm just saying it was a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. And you're also one of the few, um, who gets to kiss those cute little kiddos like courtside. I've seen you. So they come and watch you play. I've seen you before games, I think. Yeah, you, before games. Yeah. How yeah, old we, are they? Tell me about your family. Um, My son is four and my daughter is seven. And uh, they both love basketball. Um, my son's been loving basketball since he came out the womb. And then my daughter, she's a daddy's girl. And I used to try to make her play when she was my son's age. And she never wanted to play. And um, I think it's because she sees me playing so much, she just gravitated to it. And then I um I created a team for her called the Unicorns. She's a very she's a girly girl. I created a team for her called the Unicorns and they have pink uniforms and rainbow socks. And I made it fun for her. And now she loves basketball. She watches she loves Kobe. She loves Kobe. Oh good. And she watched all his old highlights and she's got a fetish with basketball now. And both of my kids doing so. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have my kids love basketball. Yeah, that's nice when they can love what you love. My, I have one, I have two, I have a boy and a girl also, like you. Um, and 
One of them has already quit my favorite sport, so that hurts a little bit. But well, I'm a softball player. I mean, I grew up playing different sports, so soccer and softball, and I cheered and tennis and all kinds of different things. But um, and basketball when I was little. But like, I still play softball, and just that's kind of my thing, baseball. And so my oldest gave that up at like age six. She was already done. So that's uh, fine. She plays other sports, which is fine, but like, you know, not my love. Um, but our son is still, still doing baseball and soccer. So, and basketball. So uh, okay. he's um, almost 10. So okay. we'll see here in a year or two, what he kind of, you know, focuses on a little right. bit. More. He would, yeah. I think he would love for it to be basketball, but he's, he's a little bitty guy. So we'll see if he ever gets his growth spurt and allows that to happen. But he loves legends. We all love coming to the games, but yeah, your kids, I bet that's, that's like a prime age for them to be out there courtside seeing all the action. And yeah, yeah. They, they, and they've been to different countries too. So they've seen my daughter more than my son because of the age, but yeah, they, they've been to different countries and they always sit, you know, pretty close and they get to see me before the games and stuff. So it's been blessed. That's yeah, that's awesome. And um, so I would love to like your perspective as a player, but also as a dad, like um, in season versus now when your season was cut short, unfortunately, this year and when you're at home more than ever. Um, so what's the team chemistry like? I've heard um, from talking to some of my legends friends that you guys have been talking about that lately. So um, what are you guys doing, if any, to keep you know, some team chemistry going when your season didn't finish out like you wanted it to? Um, we have a group group uh, chat that everybody at least checks in with each other, probably like once a week. And, uh, you know, we send different things to uh, each other in the group chat. And um, honestly, on the other teams that I've been in, I've been playing for 10 years. This is one of the teams. It's probably like this team, and I had a team in Japan, that was that was close, and um, we 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 all just bonded. It was just a perfect mesh almost, and uh, we all talk to each other like to this day. We still you know check in on each other because it was more like a brotherhood, regardless of you know D leagues, G leagues up and down. Yeah, and everybody uh, moves so much. Right, right. But we always it is the core of guys that you know we always stay together even the guys that might have been traded in and things like that they still stayed in the group chat and we just created a, a special bond cool does this off season feel different than others since you know it ended differently with i mean you guys got most of your season in right i mean home games you only cut a couple right but still i mean it wasn't you know just like with everything right now the ending wasn't what you would normally have felt so is this like postseason? Does it feel different with your teammates? Uh, way, way different. Um, because we have to now. You can't use gyms. You know what I mean? Basketball gyms or weight training. So all of us have had to find ways to stay in shape and to work on our games. And um, I always tell people it's come back to our childhood days, to where I have my kids go outside in front of my house. And normally I just train them on it because we don't train on concrete. We don't want to, you know, yeah. put too much pressure on our joints and knees. But that's the only, you know, way to work out now. So right. I used to work out in the, um, like at like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and I had to stop because it's hot outside. So now I have to get up early in the morning or yeah. I have to work out late right before the sun goes down so that it won't be too, too hot. 
You're probably more thankful now than ever for that awesome oh, I can't wait facility at the Star uh, and the arena. You got I can't some. Wait. <laughs> yeah, you probably never realized, right? Until you can't go there, how bad you really do want to go there, and how bad yeah. you need those facilities. Just like oh, that small difference from being on the hardwoods to the concrete. I mean, yeah, you'll kill your knees if you. Yeah. Do that too long. I hey, will never take it for granted. Did ever. you watch any of? Um, it's been a while now, but did you watch when they aired the horse? The like, I don't know who did it, ESPN or somebody. When they aired the horse on TV, and it was like old pros current pros the horses you said like the game horse like oh oh the, the oh yeah yeah um yeah i think i seen chauncey billups they were doing yeah. Uh, like yeah i seen it yeah and um it was cool because then you got to see what everybody's different home setups look like right right like, I, saw, I actually participated in a um it was like a fundraiser for a COVID, um and it was a three-point contest and i was shooting against like high school kids and it was on Instagram live. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I participated in something like that. From your house? From my house. Yeah. yeah. It was cool to see the different, I mean, some of these guys have full, like full courts. I mean, yeah. you know, they've been, they've played their whole life. They've been in the NBA their whole career. And um, right. like they have like full blown indoor courts. And then there's some that's like, you know, backyard or side of the house concrete yeah. with one goal they could hardly even like you could tell there wasn't even like enough room for like a real three right <laughs> they're like step up in front of their garage door or something it was kind of entertaining uh -huh. okay so um being one of the oldest on the team um like what's next i mean what do you what do you do on the side or what do you do or what's your future look like when it's not playing and playing basketball so i have um I have my own business. I have my own car dealership. It's um online, but um so I I have a warehouse in DeSoto, Texas, where I keep my cars, and then um I sell them online, and I use uh, various like websites to put them online and promote. And uh, my cousin help he runs it while I'm in season, and then when I'm out of season, I help him um run it more. Go to auctions and you know look at cars and check them out. So. I just have my own business going, and then I'm also I also train kids, so I have my own basketball training business as well. So, what's this car like? What's the niche? Is it a certain kind of cars? Um, yeah, uh, it's based off um, luxury cars. Um, right now, we haven't been getting as many luxury cars because of the economy, and we kind of want to. Um, they're used used luxury cars, mm -hmm. so. Um, they're kind of, you know, some of them are kind of expensive. So right now we've been getting, you know, kind of like cash cars mm -hmm. because of, you know, the economy is down yeah. and people don't have as much money right now. So we're trying to cater to um, budgets. Man, yeah. Budgets people do have. Yeah. What do you want to tell us what it's called? Dallas Luxury Autos. Dallas Luxury Autos. Have you always been like a car guy? Is that something that just, is that like a personal interest? So you made it into a business? Yeah, I always, I always gravitated to cars. Um, when I was in college, I think I had like maybe like six cars in four years, or like seven cars in four years. Oh wow! I just, I just loved, I always loved cars since I was young, and um, it's always been like a, a kind of like a fetish for me. And um, so I just turned it into a business. It, it's something I've been playing basketball so long, and it's you know this is my love, and it don't feel like I'm working. And so I, I still want to keep that same 
you know, doesn't feel like I'm working on the on outside of basketball. Yeah. So in season, I mean, you're busy, I'm sure, and your cousin helps you. But do you are you pretty hands on when you're not playing basketball? Then are you able to like be in the business and do you do you get involved in the auction buying? That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. So so when I'm when I'm in season, I just answer emails and um and 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 messages um that I get on social media and stuff about cars, and then I I just forward everything to him and he deals with it. But out of season, I do I go to the auctions like I bid on cars. It was hard at first because of how they talk, but now I know like the ins and outs of everything. So yeah. it's actually fun. It's it's hard. Like I, I didn't I didn't know it was this hard because I have to, you know, you have to go outside and check the cars out first, and then come in no matter the weather, and then come in and then bid on them and things like that. But um, and you have to have your research done. You have to know like I'm sure you have to go into it knowing like what's my top top amount like what's this worth and what's what am I willing to pay and you have to I mean I'm guessing it's an auction so I'm guessing you have to think quick and make a quick Quick. decision quick decisions I'm talking about split second decisions because you could get a car and um you know those cars are used the cars that we buy are used so you have to check you have to do your research so like it's a lot of stuff that goes into it and so if you get the wrong car you might have to come out a lot of money out of pocket you know right. to fix whatever because i'm not selling nobody a car that's you know that doesn't work or that will you know break down on them because my name is on it and i want to keep you know my business you know name good that's a cool that's a pretty big side gig you got going on so you'll be the one filling up the the valet with the sweet car so i should have asked you as part of the quick hits like what's your favorite car my favorite car um See that's hard because I I love cars. Um, I'll give you my favorite coupe car, which is like a two door car. I want a Rolls Royce Wraith. So I want that's that's more eventually what I want is a Wraith. Um, a Wraith. So, okay, I don't even know what that is. Okay, so Rolls Royce Wraith. All right. So what else? What it like? What, is that a fast fast car? No, it's not fast. I okay. mean, it's just like a like kind of like a luxury car. Okay. Um, high, high end car and then favorite car really really is like I'm I'm into trucks right now. I, I wanna I have a a lifted truck and um uh, I'm always gonna have a truck. So can't my, take the Arlington out of the guy, huh? Yeah, can't take it. Can't take it out of me. I love trucks and and, and traffic. You know, Dallas has traffic. So I, I get respect when I'm in traffic when I'm in a big truck. <laughs> yeah. So so you um, I mean, you play up here in Frisco, but are you still living like around your hometown area? No, I live in Frisco as well. Okay. okay. Yeah, I live in Frisco as well. Um, I, I go to my hometown, you know, here and there, but yeah, Frisco is my home. I live like 10 minutes away from the arena. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice and convenient. Same here. That's why we're there all the time. If yeah. we're not at, if we're not in Legends season at a Legends game, we're next door at uh, the Rough Riders. And if we're not at the Rough Riders watching baseball, we're over at Toyota Stadium watching soccer. Right. <laughs> we're yeah, always we out good, somewhere. We have good sports out here. That's what we got all of them. We even got hockey as well. Yep, we do. Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, thanks for taking time out. It was good to talk to you and get to know you a little bit better. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe however you listen to your podcast. And we'll see you guys next week on Hustle and Pro. Mm-hmm.